is it bad? I mean, I just want the world to appreciate some decent art. Yes, Jamie. <laughs> yes. Great Come on. Right, we'll crack on. I've now got a beard matching Tom. And you, actually. I know, I haven't shaved for a long time. Hello, until... Oh, God. Hello, and welcome... Yeah, thank you. Is my microphone right? You can hear it. That was code for yeah. I've never seen Tom this nervous. Watch what's just painting us in the best picture. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Mason. Yeah, we are totally professional. Obviously, we're athletes, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Broken Trophy podcast. This week, we are joined by... Jersey Commonwealth Games pistol shooter Nikki Holmes. Nikki, how are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Good to meet you guys. Lovely to meet you too. And Stefan, so you are here as well. Stefan, are you okay? I am. I'm wearing a lovely Hawaiian outfit. Lovely Hawaiian outfit. It's my uh, cycling shirt just to annoy Jenny. So I wore that. (laughs) I was a bit rushed to get back. So apart from that, all good. Lovely day. Bank holiday coming up and slightly scared about two jerseyites is that what you're called jersey beans or jersey crappos that's the other thing there we go i have five so jersey beans or jersey crappos yeah yes a crappo is a type of frog or maybe a toad i'm not sure something like that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have to ask it's killing me already but why why are you a type of toad frog amphibian um well i think it's to do with some rare frog I'm actually not sure. Tom, do you know? No, I don't, to be honest. I, don't, I was hoping you were going to sort of just nail it. Just to be clear, you two have now become the worst Jersey crappos ever. You're called after something you don't even know what it's about. Well, all I do know is that in town, they've got a huge pole with a toad on the top of it, and it's the toad on the pole, and that's the Jersey crappo. I should know. I did work at the zoo for a year, but I actually don't know. Hold on a minute. In town. In town. The big town. The big town with a smoke. Yep. You've got a pole with a toad on it. Yeah. Okay. A crapo. Okay. There you go. Right. What was the first one? You've got a Jersey crapo and Jersey a, bean. And what's the Jersey bean stand for? That's the bean crock, isn't it? Yeah, that's the bean crock. So that's one of the most famous dishes over here. Yeah. It's a traditional <laughs> delicacy. It's a big jar full of beans and a pig's trotter what? and some other kind of pork type stuff that's cooked for hours. And then I don't really like it to be honest. Wow, Tom, Sacri- that's sacrilege in Jersey, isn't Tom, it? Ever eaten it? <laughs> yeah, my nan used to cook it all the time. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I do quite like it. Yeah, from what I can remember, I mean, I've had it in about thirty odd years. It's a bit like when you used to like your dog before it died. You got a new one. <laughs> I love my dog. Oh, Stefan, he's so mean, isn't he, Nikki? I mean. Don't bring the convo down. Exactly. <laughs> oh, come on. He had a dog he adored, cried over everything else, and the next day he got a new one. What's the next day? Oh. It's about two months later. Come on. Two months, my foot. The Broken Trophy Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at The Broken Trophy and on Instagram at Broken Trophy Pods. Right, so, so Jersey Crapper, I'm keeping that. That's brilliant. The only other question I've got about, I mean, obviously you're here for your sport, but this is way more interesting for me. <laughs> um, are you partial to a pint of breeder? Well, I have had Breeder. It's not my favourite, I have to say. <laughs> I have had it. Partial to a pint of anything, pretty much. <laughs> not when I'm Tom, shooting. Well, you know, that, that potentially, potentially health and safety risk. But Tom talks about Breeder like it's the kind of the hallowed you know, grail of beer. I was on a Jersey um, Facebook conversation a little while ago, and Breeder did come up. And it's not well thought of, is it? It's quite, it's, it's kind of like, it's filth, um, basically, isn't it? It's no, not how yeah. I remember it. No, no. <laughs> you were probably drinking it when you were about 16. True. That's very true. That's exactly right. 
Right, we've covered we've covered Jersey. So, tell us tell us a bit more about your um your kind of shooting prowess because I'm genuinely excited about this. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so I um I as a late starter to the sport, and it is a sport. I know that's one of your favourite things to ask. Definitely. Okay. A sport. <laughs> um, so I got into it quite late. Um, there was I was working at the prison at the time, which sounds a bit wow. dodgy. Wow. And there was a prison officer who was putting a team in for a charity competition. And he I said, Do you cha- have a charity go? shooting in a prison? No, not in the prison. Right. He worked in the prison and right. he was running a work kind of jolly outside of the prison. And he said, Do you want to be in it? And I went, Well, yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. And I had had a go at rifle shooting many years before when I was in the sea cadets for a very short period of time um and so I I took part and I won it and I thought oh quite good at this I think I'll take this up so that was only 10 years ago really I know I was really late to it Um, but it's the kind of sport that you can do quite late um so yeah and I've been really lucky to have gone to two commonwealth games that's amazing. Amazing. For a sports fan, because I'm a, a huge sports fan, I've yeah. always been really rubbish at sport. You know, I never won a single thing at the school, school sports day. I got disqualified. The only time I won something at school sports day was the egg and spoon race. And then I got disqualified because they said I'd kicked the egg. And no I, way. To this day, I did not kick the egg. Are you sure? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I was always really, really rubbish. So then, but had this massive passion about watching sport. I love it. I love you yeah, know, yeah. athletics. Um, not so much football, rugby. I like cricket. Obviously, massive cricket fan. Yeah. So to be able to then discover this sport that actually I was quite good at um, was pretty amazing for me. Sorry, I've got I've got loads of questions. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so I guess what you mentioned, like you 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 were good at it, but what. That sounds really bad. I'm really sorry. No, what, no, makes, no. what makes a, a good shooter versus a bad? I'm assuming someone, someone with a shakes is not going to be a good shooter. No, no shaking. No, no shaking. shaking. Steady hands. Um, I have to stand still. So I'm very good at standing still. It's not a very active sport. So standing still, concentration, um, focus, um, practice. Um, that's about it, really. Mental strength, I suppose. And holding one arm out hours at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good at that. To be fair, it, sound, it sounds more active than cricket. Uh, hmm, maybe. <laughs> to be fair, my dad. My dad was a very good shooter. He um he was a sniper in. Well, he went to the Royal Marine Sniper Course as a oh, policeman, wow. and he was the first civilian as a police officer, so non-army person, to pass the entire sniper training course in the 70s so wow. he was very good at shooting my brother then became so he, my dad was a firearms officer over here in the police then my brother was a firearms officer and I never really had the chance to do it because I was a girl and it was like you don't do yeah. that um so I think it's a, kind of in the genes as well a little bit mm. yeah. so, so has, your bro- has your brother followed you into shooting he no not really he was a police um firearms officer and I well, I shouldn't really say it probably, but um, they they kind of go in and shoot very quickly and tend to be a bit more scattergun approach because. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the Jersey police I said that. No, 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 no they're no. very good. No, they're very good. But we, but we. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I've got. I'm sorry. I've got to ask this. You watch these programs. I can't remember what the name of the program was now. Kind of the, the policeman on on one of your islands, the Jersey. Oh, sure. 
Bergerac. Bergerac. Oh, come on. Oh, I Jersey going to Jersey, 100%. So how, how many shooting incidents do you get in Jersey? Oh, hardly any. Considering we have one of the highest um, rates of possession of firearms and, and loads of shooting clubs, we've, we are, I don't think we've oh, touched woods. We haven't had any because I think that would be the end of the sport, really. Um, and obviously it is quite controversial, but I am not one of these people who thinks that everybody should be allowed to carry a gun. No, no. I, I absolutely think there should be checks and balances and, yeah. Okay. Can I ask you another, really? I'm, I'm full of stupid questions here. So On I, these, when you go and train in tournaments, I'm assuming they're blanks. No, they're real bullets. Oh. There you go. Real bullets. So I shoot... Um, I shoot two types of pistol. I shoot an air pistol, which obviously they're just air pellets, um, but they will still hurt you if, if you shot yeah. at somebody. So I, fi- so I fired them at somebody before. Yeah. Oh my God, did you? <laughs> no, no, it was somebody else. Oh, no, no, allegedly, no, no. allegedly, Steph, come on. Allegedly, so yeah. <laughs> um, and safety is, is obviously like the priority in shooting. So everything is done really safely. There's range officers all the time, but so I shoot air pistol at 10 meters. And then I also shoot two, two pistol, which is real, bullets um wow. that come out of the gun and go into a paper target so, um, why, so why, why can't you use blanks presumably that's safer or do um, they come out, or they come out the chamber differently or something so, so now i have to show my uh, shooting um ignorance so i i'm not really sure i think blanks is they don't does the projectile not go out at the end well really you sure. ask you're asking me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when i used to say to my dad my gun's not working and he'd go have you checked the breach and i'd be like it's the breach this <laughs> <laughs> is just like question of sport when someone comes on and it's like well i'm gonna ask you three questions about your sport and you can just see them going no oh. don't ask me about that <laughs> i think a blank doesn't the projectile either doesn't come out or doesn't go as far because otherwise because that's why they shoot blanks at people isn't it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all i can tell you is i don't even point an empty gun at somebody that's the rule of shooting you do not you always treat a gun as if it's loaded i shoot proper bullets they would kill you if you if somebody was in the way it's wow. all really safe um it's a bit like um i suppose archery you know yes. if you stood in front of an archery bow and yeah. got hit, you, that's, you're not going to come out too well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Nikki, was that... Was, you know, it's safer than rugby. You know, I know you're fans of rugby. Safer than I rugby. Am. Tom, Tom's not. Tom, Tom's a bit scared of it. But, well, um, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, so you said um, 10 years ago you, you sort of had that shooting competition yeah. and that's where it came from. So was that literally the first time you'd, you'd shot? Pretty first much. time I'd ever shot a pistol, yeah. Right, so okay. the rules wow. over here are, are a bit different to the UK. So we can hold, um, obviously with a license, we can mm-hmm. hold um, what you guys in the UK called a Section 5 firearm. So in the UK they are banned unless you're part of, I think it's like the Olympic pistol squad, which sadly I'm not that good. Um, so there's a certain number of Section 5s allowed in the UK. And then, um, but we don't have that rule here. So provided you filled in the checks, you've got references, they check with your doctor, um, has to be kept safe and secure, obviously, all the usual stuff that you would expect. Mm-hmm. And you can have a section, you can have a pistol, a handgun. Right. Yeah, yeah I never, I never wow. thought about all the rules and regulations just, just yeah. to sort of get started on an Olympic sport. I mean, it's, it's obvious I'm, I'm, when you say it, but. I'm also yeah. now petrified of going to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the handgun in the, in the back of their car. And the thing is as well, before the Section 5 um, stuff was relaxed really for the Olympic shooters, the Olympic shooters couldn't practice in the UK. 
So they were having to store their guns in Switzerland, which was terrible, really. Go to Switzerland, practice there, and then come back to the UK and try and, you know, win medals at the Olympics. So that's pistol. Obviously, rifle is very different. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah. You see, it's sounding more and more like Switzerland. Because Switzerland, I know the people in the Home Guard have got their gun at home, you know, in case people, people try and march over the mountains or something. It sounds, it sounds a bit like Jersey's the same. You, you're all sat there with your pistols put to one side, just, just in case. <laughs> so, you, get maraud- you get a marauding quite. army from Sark to come over. <laughs> not quite. And there's restrictions on, obviously, ammunition. And you generally have to be a member of a shooting club as well. So um, there are some collectors. Um, but I'm not really, I don't do any of that. I remember when I first applied for my gun license, someone at the club said, oh, well, you need to put down, you want five of them and five of them and five of them. And I said... No, I just need one. I need one air <laughs> pistol and one two-two pistol because I'm not going to go <laughs> shoot like that. This, this actually brings me to a question. So, so, so we've had, honestly, we, I can't tell you how many questions we've had about this. It's brilliant. Because I think everyone deep down really wants to kind of, you know, wish they could go to a Commonwealth Games, that kind of stuff. But when you go to the Commonwealth Games or any competition, actually, do you take your own gun? Or is it kind of a bit like, um, what's it called? The five events one, the pentathlon, where they're all kind of lined up with the horses and you just get, get given a horse or get given a gun. Do you so walk up you, with your own one or is it like a Formula One test on it or something? <laughs> so you take your own gun. Right. Um, obviously it's really strict. So when we went to, um, so the last one I went to was the Gold Coast. So we all had to get firearms licenses for um, Queensland to be able to hold the gun in Queensland. Um, and then obviously there's the difficulties in transporting it from Jersey to Queensland. So for the pistol shooters, so the rest of the team, the Jersey team went via Heathrow. No, they went through Gatwick and then they were swapping to Heathrow and flying from Heathrow. We couldn't do that as pistol shooters because to have my pistol air, no, not airside in the UK would be illegal because I don't have a section five gun. So we had to go through Gatwick, which meant we got a nicer plane actually, because we flew Emirates. But anyway, um, so there's all these restrictions. Obviously you can't have it in the, with you. So it goes in the hold, it's all locked. It has to be checked when you get to the airport. Shooters, pistol shooters in particular, need to get to the airport about three hours before the plane yes, leaves. Imagine, imagine. Oh, it's nightmares with ammunition and, and guns. And then, um, and then the other end as well, they want to double check that the gun you said you were going to bring is the gun you've actually brought. Yeah. And then when you get to Australia, when we got to the airport, they then took it off us. So we weren't allowed to have it traveling. Um, took it off us, went to the um, village. So we went to the village and the gun went to the armory. And then when you get to the shooting range, you have a special tag and you exchange your tag for your gun. So it, honestly, the security is wow, immense. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, to be fair... Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's not America. No, <laughs> but when you think about, like, I'm, I always do compare it to archery. But when you think about archery, you, you know, there's well, no really a license for anything. The True. thing that terrifies me is I, I used to work in in the US for a bit in Atlanta, and uh, I remember a deer got stuck on a fence or something. So they just put a group email around the office going, "Oh, can someone just go out there and shoot it?" You know, oh it, was, it, was, it was it was properly maimed and everything else, and um, everyone just got up. maimed, not just maimed, <laughs> yeah, properly, yeah, maimed. properly, <laughs> properly, like you know, on the verge of death. Everyone just got up, went to the, either got out there like their handgun from the back of their jeans, or went to their car and got like a proper. I remember just thinking they're going, "Wow, <laughs> it's a brick." <laughs> this is a, after yeah, that, driving, I was like, "Yeah, you cut me up. That's fine. You cut me up. <laughs> all you like. I'm just gonna sit here and just let you get on with it." The Broken Trophy Podcast. Give us a follow on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. 
a question a question my, my wife said to me actually when I said when I said we were meeting you is she said to me um oh yeah the Commonwealth Games in Scotland that's great but Australia's got to be proper awesome because like Scotland it's kind of like a fly B flight you know Dilly beloved but you know that's a, that's, a, that's a quick kind of hop over Australia's like proper yeah so I was thinking about this today actually and I was trying to compare the two games and I actually think I preferred Glasgow really the Gold Coast that's yeah. Wow. Like, maybe, was, it, was, it, was it the sun, the beaches? <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what was it? I mean, I've been to Australia quite a few times before because I've been to a few Ashes, um, you know, supporting going to watch the cricket. Um, but I think because Scotland was my first one and I didn't know what to expect and everything was just like, oh my God, wow, I'm actually here. It was amazing. And because shooting is kind of the pariah of the, of, the, of the games, they put us, we weren't in Glasgow, we were out in Dundee in the middle of nowhere, and we were shooting on an army range. So actually, instead of being in a, in a village with lots of noise and kind of, you have to walk, you know, half a mile to get to the dining hall, we were in a five-star hotel, I think it was five-star, we were in this hotel in Dundee, which was set, uh, sort of sectioned off by the police. The dining room was downstairs, and I just had to share with one other person, and had uh, we had a bathroom between us, whereas often you're in kind of like little houses, oh, this is... and you have to share a bathroom between about five of you. This has ruined another question we had. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> Unbelievable. But in, so I guess, so someone asked, asked, asked me, and I see it quite often in other interviews, I'm just nicking it really, was... Um, Presumably at the Commonwealth Games, I guess it's more so at the Gold Coast, are you kind of walking around going, oh my God, that's so-and-so. Oh my God, that's so-and-so. <laughs> yeah. who, was, who was the one that you kind of went, oh, that is, that is just phenomenal? Um, so in, the, in Glasgow, we didn't see anybody really <laughs> because we were in Dundee and we missed... Yeah, and Dundee, William and Catherine... place is quite, you know. <laughs> <laughs> William and Catherine came to Glasgow, we missed that. Usain oh. Bolt having their picture, and my team, you know, the other people in the Jersey team were having their picture taking Usain Bolt. We missed that. Um, yeah, still, so, you made Glasgow your favourite. <laughs> well, because at the closing ceremony, which Ooh. was much better in Glasgow than at the one in Australia, I have to say, oh, even the Australians right. were a bit annoyed about their own closing ceremony. So, the closing ceremony in Glasgow, um, we kind of like rushed forward to the stage, and I looked to my right, and there's the Brownleys. And I was like, oh, no, hello. No. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's wicked. So that was like the best thing. Oh, and I saw Tom Daly at the airport. But I'd already seen Tom Daly because when they brought the torch for, uh, not the torch, the kind of, what do they call it? It's not a torch for the, for the Commonwealth. The baton. Oh, uh, right. flame. Yeah. So when they brought the baton to the UK for Glasgow, the first place it landed in the British Isles was Jersey. And oh, good. So, no, because we're the most southerly and the best. <laughs> I was just going to say that, Nikki. <laughs> so so he landed, into our brains. <laughs> he came to Jersey first and me and another girl volunteered to drive them around. So they were here for a couple of days. So I'd actually kind of seen Tom Daly before. <laughs> I love Jersey. Like, yeah, I'll drive you. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Whatever. Do you get him with a baton? It's fine. Tom, yeah, come on. Tom. Move, move my hand <laughs> over. I've got to get some space for Tom Daly. <laughs> It was good. They have a whole entourage that literally there's these two girls from from Glasgow that were following the baton round the whole world. They'd got this amazing gig and they were part of the baton escort oh, team. Love that job. What a yeah. job that is. That's, that's incredible, cool. isn't it? That's 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 that. Yeah. We get yeah. signed up for the next one. Do you think? 
Well, I think one of them had done it before, but it was quite hard because you're literally up at the crack of dawn and you work all day. I think they'd only been given a couple of uniforms. Their uniforms <laughs> yes, right, yes. Sounds horrific. <laughs> <laughs> all expenses paid with elite athletes go around the world. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just realised it has to be a toad, not a frog. Right. Sorry. Sorry, that's how my, my brain works. Okay. The old, the old, the old like, where are you, Jersey? The, the Jersey couple... There's couples French for toad. There you oh, go. It has to be a toad, not a frog. Okay. So the other question we had was, how did you find out you were going to the Commonwealth Games? Because that letter, phone call, teletext, yeah. whatever it was in those days, you know, what, what, what did you, I mean, that's, that's got to be something, that's got to yeah. be pretty awesome. So um, I had to get a certain number of qualifying scores at a certain number of competitions. So I went to Wales and mm. shot Ooh, tough gig. air pistol. So I wasn't obviously allowed to shoot my 2-2 pistol in Wales. But I went to the Welsh Open, which is in the um, Sapphire, you know, Sapphire Gardens where the cricket is. It's in the, oh, yeah. it's in the, the Welsh Institute or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that's the cat fighting. <laughs> um, you can cut that bit out. Um, the cat, cat fighting my with. Cat, my, I don't know the other. Oh, a dog. <laughs> I don't know. Hardcore cat in Jersey. Jersey, that's scary. Fearless. <laughs> so I actually got a qualifying score at that competition and I remember getting my printout because you, you have to go up to the machine get your printout and then sign it and then you have to get it witnessed and I remember going up to the one of the officials who no word of a lie is called Paul Gunn quite quite Brilliant. good and he signed it I said oh this is a qualifying score um and so he signed it so I kind of thought I was going but until you actually get the letter you don't you know, I never said I was going until I actually got the information. Have you still got the letter? Um, I've got a, like a, a drawer under a bed, which is full of just rubbish from, well, not rubbish, but like flags and my old numbers and things, because you have to have a number on your back, a bit like if you're an athlete, you know, athletics. Yeah. So yeah, I've still got the letter. Have you not, have you not got like, oh, I was going to say a man cave, a female cave? <laughs> um, Not really. Not really. Yeah. I, I did have a display cabinet but then when now husband's moved in, I had to kind of empty some of the display cabinet because he uh, quite likes spearfishing. We've got a gun oh, thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. You, moved, you moved Commonwealth Games stuff <laughs> for a fish. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, I mean, I, mean, so, you, I mean, you must. I, mean, I get it. Young love. We all do stupid stuff. But come on, it's time. To, it's time to to get yeah, back I mean, that cabinet. That needs to be out there. I, I did say to him because because when you go, if you don't win a medal, which obviously I, I haven't won a medal, sadly, but yet. everybody that goes yet, yet yeah, yep. everybody that goes gets a little like a yeah. commemorative medal, and I was going to try and find it, but I couldn't find it. It's in a box. Oh, no. No. If you if you do see it and find it, please put a photo up because that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that would be. That would be. That would be I did I did bring some other stuff though. Oh, show us. I can see a didgeridoo in the background. Oh, that wasn't it. That was from Pavlin. <laughs> what about? It's, honestly, it's not very exciting. Lie, just lie. So I've got a bit to do for something. Oh, you stole that. That's brilliant. That's great. <laughs> Literally. What is so it? On the last day, this is from Glasgow. Oh, this yeah. Is not, this, is lift. this is from the lift in the hotel. So <laughs> on the last day, literally, people are stripping everything. There were tablecloths. People are just, li- I've never seen anything like it. It's like a free for all. We're just grabbing stuff. And by the time I got there and packed and everything, there was nothing left. So I got into the lift and I saw this and I went, I'm loving that. <laughs> oh, Nikki, um, you, Nikki, you'd be amazing on rugby tour. 
That's all we're doing is nicking that. the whole time. That's amazing. I've got so, that. And then I don't know where I got that from. That's another one. That's cool. That is that's cool. Cool. Oh, amazing. Love that. That's See, pretty I, cool. I think that needs to be put in a frame near the front door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the front door. Yeah. As the postman comes and goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll just leave it on the front door. <laughs> You warned of the shooter. Yeah. <laughs> the Broken Trophy Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at The Broken Trophy and on Instagram at Broken Trophy Pods. So the, the um, didgeridoo isn't from the Commonwealth Games? No, that's from, I actually went travelling to Australia, backpacking. Before I was uh, Before. Oh. Um, and before, was it before? No, after I got into cricket, so yeah. Um, I fly. I fly. So, were you, so were you the person that came through like Heathrow Customs going, I've been travelling, look at me, I'm authentic, I've got a didgeridoo. I made that, I made that. What? If any of you have been on the Oz Experience bus and you've gone down the East Coast, right, there's a stop where you can make a didgeridoo. It was a tree and they, they chopped it down for me. Right. And the guy had to find the right kind of tree, it had to be hollow inside, so it's hollowed out by termites. This is another bit right. of... Four now for you. We are learning and so much tonight. It is unbelievable. No, in no way. I, I promise you, in no way did he see. Oh, a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> Five hundred pounds. <laughs> We've got about a hundred of these round the back. We'll get yeah. one out. Yes, this one was cleaned by termites. <laughs> 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 chopped it down. I had to strip the bark. I had to paint that. I thought I did part of the job. And then Brilliant. you paid him. I paid him, and then I paid <laughs> it to be posted home. All right, yeah. <laughs> This is the most random interview ever. It's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> what, else, what else have we got in here? So what, so what memorabilia did you steal from Australia? Um, uh, from Australia? Do you know what? I, d- I didn't really get very much from Australia. Again, it was a bit... Because um, the closing ceremony was a bit disappointing. <gasps> Sorry, Aussies, but you know it was. What makes Glasgow so good? I mean, so, I, mean, I mean, from Glasgow perspective, you'll be actually brought back into the main city, so I can guess it's a bit more exciting. But on the Gold Coast, what is it like lots of waiting around? Is it in uniforms? In Glasgow, we had Kylie. She was on stage singing about, a, about 10 feet away from me. Wow, that's pretty cool. Tom, I need to go on a shooting club. No one famous in the Australian. No Kylie in the closing ceremony for the Gold Coast. Really? So Kylie, Kylie was in Scotland, but not Australia? Yes, absolutely, she was. And who did they have in? Who did they have in? in yeah, that's people, a good point. That's people good. I didn't know. <laughs> and they also then had a um, like a video show reel of Birmingham. Ooh. Oh no. Mm. Tough. And tough, tough there's, gig. No there's no shooting in Birmingham, so we were a bit annoyed. Oh, I we see. Like, so let's put oh. the shooters out. I've got to ask a question. So how? What? So is 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 shooting back? Where, where's the next one? Uh, Birmingham, twenty twenty-two. No, no, but the, but the one after that. So, can they, can they drop? Can they drop kind of core events out? So this is the first time I think shooting's ever been dropped, which oh. doesn't sit very well with the shooters, oh. and also doesn't sit very well with India. So you probably yeah, they're, good, they're good at shooting, aren't they? Yeah, all the big hoo ha. So India were actually threatening to pull out of the Commonwealth Games at one point. I saw an article about them creating a shooting range in India that would count towards the Commonwealth Games. So that's the kind of, um, that's the, what do you call it? That's the kind of thing to appease everybody. So there will be a separate games in India, but I'm not going because I've, I know I've been, well, because 
after Birmingham, I just thought, you know what, it's not going to be for another four years after that. And I'm just like, nah. And it takes so much of your time to go and qualify. India, be amazing. I know, I've been to India though. Not shooting, I've been to watch cricket in India. Yeah, and I so have I, but, but come on, you'd be, you'd be treated like gods out there. Five-star <laughs> hotels, butlers everywhere. I mean, we could... This, why don't we have an exclusive revelation in this pod that you are coming out of retirement and you're going for <laughs> India? Come on. <laughs> Come on, Nikki. <laughs> the other thing is I'm injured. I'm actually injured now. I know oh, that right. sounds tricky. Well, I'm sorry. How do you injure yourself? I know. I wanted to ask. That. This, is, this is one of my <laughs> questions I wanted to ask, actually. How does a shooter get injured? So I've had two shooting injuries, neither of which have been caused by shooting. Well, one kind of. One was um, gardening, so I had tennis elbow. So that was really bad. I couldn't even pick up a cup of tea, let alone a pistol. That was this the is not helping the sport, not a sport. This is not <laughs> helping. And then the second one, I was trying to get super fit for um, Gibraltar, which was the Island Games, which yes. is kind of like the yep. third biggest multi-sport event. Out since yep. you've got Olympics, Commonwealth, and then um, sometimes it, they have as many competitors there almost as they would in one of those other bigger games. So I was doing trying to do press-ups to get my shoulders really strong. And the next thing I know, I've got a frozen shoulder and I've now got a bit of arthritis in there. So, yeah. Oh, no. I, if it's yeah. frozen, isn't that a good thing? No, <laughs> you would think so, wouldn't you? Because you would be able to hold out. Yeah, but it's so painful to hold out my arm that I'm, I've been struggling. In fact, I was struggling in, um, in Gibraltar last summer. I was kind of... Uh, actually, there's a whole different angle. So what kind of cheatery? I'm assuming, I'm assuming you taking EPO or steroids isn't going to help that much. Yeah, but what, so kind of che- what kind of cheatery can you do? Some of the things that happen are um, people could potentially take um, beta blockers. So instead oh, yeah. of lower the heart rate, we would want things to get us down. So beta blockers are banned in shooting. Yeah, and then yeah. when I was in Glasgow, actually, I discovered a cheating thing that I didn't even know about. Luckily, I wasn't doing it. But they pulled in at one side of the range this kind of medical screen. And I went, what is that for? And they said, it's for the tape test. And I went, what the hell's a tape test? And what they can do is they can, after you've shot, they can select you and you have to kind of strip off, not completely like you would have to for a, for a doping test, but strip off to check you've not got any tape up your arm. So that kind of, you know, taping your arm up and taping so your back. So can, you not, so can you not put on like rock tape and stuff? No, you can't have anything on your shooting, not even a watch. You can have nothing on your wrist for pistol shooting. Not wow. a watch. Wow. Plastic bands, nothing. Yeah. So the athletes that go out there with 17 tonne of tape and Christ knows what else all over themselves nothing at all they would fail the tape test and they would be um disqualified yeah yeah and also shoot so um our shoes you can have different shoes um I've got shooting shoes you want something to keep your feet flat because you need to be flat and anchored to the floor and then your core kind of like engages and then you put your arm out and shoot hang fire fire. simply so we we are allowed shoes but they can't (laughs) oh yeah yeah no, no, one hand, one hand. So it's not like the police. So that's the other cheat that the police do. They have two hands. We have one hand. What yeah. do you do with the other hand? So um, a sandwich, you know, whatever. <laughs> Some people put it in their pocket. You can ask question that is <laughs> You kind of like, and you have to anchor the other hand as well. So you want to repeat the same action. Yeah, repeatable action. Same thing every time. Then you yep. should get it in the middle. Probably a bit like yeah, when you're under stress or nerves, you then it's a repeatable action that you can just carry on yeah. doing over and over again. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's what you're trying to do. So um, actually is, I was chatting to husband, it's, it is quite similar to golf and you're trying to do the yeah. same thing again and again and again. And if you can do that and mirror it, then you there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get your shot in the middle every time. But it's not as easy. I guess what, I'm assuming it's a bit of a weird question, but so what makes, also you're an amazing shooter, you win the Commonwealth Games, but what makes the kind of the gold medalist Versus not the gold medalist in shooting. Is it that ability to stay calm? Or is uh, it calm under. So, uh, so I can, uh, I can shoot very well. Some of my people will be saying, "No, you can't. You're a rubbish." I can actually. Red Bull Commonwealth Games, you're not rubbish. <laughs> but, but there's no reason why I shouldn't have been in a fight in Commonwealth Games finals. But my problem is I get super nervous. And when you get nervous, your heart rate starts to go and then you get the shakes. I mean, I've literally been there before and my leg has been shaking, <laughs> shaking. Wow. And I thought, oh my God, everyone's going to see my leg shaking because the nerves just get to me sometimes. And that's why I have had some terrible um, results sometimes. So yeah, when I went to class, like ice, ice cold kind of. Yeah, have, yeah totally. So would, so would a shooter, this is really weird, but anyway, so would a shooter have like a mental coach type thing? A bit like you hear in golf, they have the mental coaches that try and calm them all down. You know, yes. Or Johnny so Wilkinson, focus on one thing, that sort yeah. of thing. So we, we've all had sports psychology. It was open to us through the Commonwealth, and then I, I followed that up uh, privately as well. So I've had some of that. And it's about, so they always say, control the controllables. Yeah, yeah. And I watched, um, the, the thing I try and focus on is there's a, brilliant um justin rose clip yeah. where he's talking about um you know i'm on the 18th and i'm about to park for the open championship so what so i try and get that so what but it doesn't always work so yeah i mean I, you know, I try it it's like well i'm going to win a gold medal but so so what it's only another yeah. shot yeah whatever anyone that anyone that does any level of sport uh, you know at any level can associate with that because there's always a point, isn't there? I think everyone's got that point or that that level or whatever that they're trying to get to. And yeah. nerve is, is a huge part of it, isn't it? Yeah, totally. I mean, when I went to Glasgow, so my competition for my 2-2 is in two parts. So the first part is precision. So it's five shots, 25 metres, um, and it's, it's um, 30 shots in total. So it's in series of five. That's half of the competition. And the second, and that's, that's okay. I'm quite good at that. But my strength usually is the, is the, what they call, they used to call it dueling, but we can't call it that because you're not firing at somebody. So they call it rapid. And the targets actually turn. So you start, your pistol is at 45 degrees um, and you have to, as the target turns, you have to come up. Well, actually, in Jersey, we have turning targets. For the Commonwealth and the Olympics, they have flashing lights, but we don't have those posh targets here yet. Um, so when the light goes red, your arm has to be at 45 degrees. When the light goes green, you have, seven, you have three seconds to come up, shoot, before the light goes red wow. again. So it's rapid. That's, yeah. Usually, I'm very good at that. But in Glasgow, I made the mistake halfway through of looking up at the scorecard, and I was in fourth. Oh. And, and, that, and that was oh, it. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> so I had an absolute, total disaster. Who was the guy? Who's the golfer that had that? Oh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Van der Van der not Van der Velde. No, no, the Irish Rory McElroy. Rory, Rory McElroy. No, he had that that competition where he it was just an absolute. He had a complete meltdown. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I had, and my shots were. And I came off there, and I almost burst into tears in front of the cameraman. But what I did instead was I took myself off, and I just thought, Oh my God, what have you done? Oh no. Yeah. So oh. the nerves can really get you know yeah the broken trophy podcast
give us a follow on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so tell us about your island games. You had a bit of um, you had a good trot in your in one of the island games, didn't you? That you've competed in. Is that, oh, yeah. is, 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 oh, sorry, sorry. Is that quite competitive? Do the islands yeah. kind of go up against each other a bit? Yes. Well, but particularly if, like Jersey and Guernsey. Which one is best? Jersey, oh, obviously. obviously. The, um, the question. Um, so yeah, the Island Games is about twenty-five islands, I think, around the world. Um, you can join depending on size, so of your population. Sorry, so Australia can't join, but Isle of Wight could. Isle of Wight enter it. The Isle of Wight is an island, yeah, but they couldn't join it oh, now. They've got too many fingers to shoot. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> so you've got like Jersey Guernsey then you've got Bermuda you've got Falkland Islands St Helena the Scottish Islands so Western Isles and all those kind of right, can I assume Bermuda's quite high on the list for the island games everyone's like yeah we'll go to Bermuda that'd be a nice <laughs> place to to Bermuda, it was when the last time didn't we that's fine okay. <laughs> <laughs> really expensive though Bermuda we went to the supermarket to buy like bread jam Water yeah. and it was like a hundred quid. And the said, welcome to Bermuda. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the offshore accounts over there, isn't it? Uh, I think. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's absolutely none in Jersey. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah, invest yeah. your money here. Jersey, Jersey hosted the game. They're, they're every two years. Jersey hosted in 2015. So the first games I went to was in 2011, Isle of Wight. Then 2013 was oh, Bermuda. That's a rough gig. I go there for <laughs> oh, it was that's a rough gig. And the opening ceremony at the Isle of Wight was brilliant. We had a parade through the streets. And <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. It was brilliant. It was, so, it was so good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and then Bermuda. We actually, I tell you, Seb Coe came to open the games in the Isle of Wight. There you go. Cool. Someone book him for something else. Go, yeah, yeah, come along. It's a meeting. It's a really meeting. Come along. We're going on stage. Don't worry. Just go on stage. It's fine. Say a few words. And then next year it's in Guernsey. Covid dependent. But well, you, you've got to go for that. Surely you've got to be there. Well, I'm. I've been. I'm now on the executive of the Jersey. Oh, I noticed. I saw. I saw you tweeting yesterday about that. No, I'm going to have to go and be part of the big weeks. <laughs> you guys should come over. You should come to Guernsey. Go and see. I love Guernsey. Yeah. It's really good. Yes, I really like Guernsey. It's lovely. All right, let me let me let me run down my. So we have a serious question from Dan. Dan's serious question. So he asks: Is there much banter between the different shooting disciplines? So is is rifle looked down on the pistol, and then it's shotguns? Um, They're going. I'm the big daddy. You lot have got your ponzi little guns. I'm a shotgun. <laughs> which which, which disciplines kind of got the the, the yeah, out, out of all those disciplines, shotgun shotgunners are people I know the least um they're usually just miles away from us um air pistol people tend to get a bit pissed off with the air rifle people because you, you often you take it in turns to follow each other in competition and the air rifle people turn up with bags honestly it's worse than cricket they have these huge bags they get changed they're all there in their pants and and you just rock up with a pistol box about this big and your shoes and there's just crap everywhere and you can't get to your firing point and it takes them ages to put their stuff away I love it so there's a bit of that I suppose and then they think we're a pain in the ass because if you travel together then it's always the pistol lot that take the time because obviously our pistols are banned so we're all like the troublemakers illegal weapon personally I think the full ball rifle shooters are pretty cool 
usually because they kind of have a really good camaraderie together they're they're together over about three days doing the same competition because it's shot at different distances and they're kind of you know they rock up and if it's sunny then one of them they won't wear shoes you know they're quite cool in their shorts they've always got good tans because it's outside so yeah love it <laughs> i'm absolutely loving this this is great yeah. Such Dan, an, that's an amazing question. Thank you, Dan. That's <laughs> great. Um, his, his second part of his question, which yeah. is definitely more Dan, are people in shooting because of the skill of it, or do they, or do they just like shooting shit? <laughs> um, so I'm in it for the skill of it, which is right. why I've gone down that kind of Commonwealth. Commonwealth <laughs> um, there are some types of pistol shooting called practical pistol, which I've seen. I've, I think I'd be rubbish at it. I've no interest in it, but that's more like holsters. So that's a bit more like hardcore. So they run around. Hang fire. Are they, are they wow. the old cowboys? Yeah, kind of. But things move. Um, so they have to, it's, it's done on speed and accuracy. So they have to run from target to target. Some things drop down, pop up. It's all sorts of um, stuff going on. Um, and they have like proper holsters with proper big guns and stuff. But I, that has no interest amazing. for me whatsoever. <laughs> I'm loving how this is actually a sport. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> that could be, that'd be one to try. <laughs> so what's the best sledge you've had against you? <laughs> oh, well, when, well, it's not really a sledge, but I used to work in sport and my boss, when I told him I was having um, strength and conditioning training, he went, he's Scottish, he went, what do you need that for? You're just pulling a wee trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, so we were given some some proper coaching, you know, to get obviously strong because you need a strong core and you need strong shoulders and strong arms. So, yeah, <laughs> you are lifting the pistol about at least 100 times during a match and the pistol is not heavy. It's 60 shots in a match, but you don't always fire every time you lift the pistol up. So you might like abort the shot depending on if it's not things are not quite right. So yeah. you could, you know, it's 1.5 kilograms, which doesn't sound a lot, but over two hours, which can be a match, it's a long time to be standing there lifting one arm off the Yeah. Nice. I've got this vision of, 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 the, of your first date with your, with your husband. <laughs> sat there, all oh, right, so what do you do? Yeah, I shoot shit. What do you do? Oh, I'll go and spear some fish. <laughs> it's been quite a scary combination. Yeah, he used to be in the army actually, so he's of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, and he's 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 not as very good at well, he's all right at shooting, but he's very good at shooting fish. So yeah, with his spear gun, with his spear gun. Do you get right. do you get many robberies around your area? No, <laughs> no, no, no shit. <laughs> some massive signs saying I, I spear fish and I shoot stuff. Yeah, I'll probably stay away as well. Anyway, okay, your best bit of memorabilia. Um, so I've got, um, well, obviously the Glasgow stuff I've already showed you, which I yeah. stole off the walls. And then in Jersey, I won four, my, I had four events and I won the gold in all four. Two of wow. them were with shooting partners. It was a pairs competition. So I won the pairs, two pairs and two individual. And then the final event is this rapid thing I was telling you about yeah. where you have three seconds and it's, um, slightly different scores. It's hit miss. And I got a maximum 50 to finish and won the gold. So I've got like the target and then I've got the four medals underneath. So that's wow. kind of wow. that's the only thing that's on the wall. It's on the that's wall. That's amazing. That's amazing. Don't let your husband take it away this time. Oh, no, no, no. That's definitely. Be strong. Be strong. It's your cabinet, all right? Don't let him go anywhere near it. <laughs> you must have been buzzing after winning all, all four of those. That must have been a Yeah, I was actually. I said, I said, um, I felt a bit like, obviously not at all like Jess Ennis, but I was feeling the pressure because it was a home games and everyone was like, oh, exactly. well, you're going to win these gold medals. And I was like, oh God, you know, I'm feeling a bit of pressure. And then I did. So I was like, it's the closest I'm ever going to get to feeling like Jess Ennis. 
And did you, I mean, did, I suppose you did, would have had like family friends there watching and stuff. That must have, it must have been a, you yeah, know, they were. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Right, it's my favourite question of all, really. So Dan Powell innocently asked this in the first interview, and I love it. Do you ever lose that kind of, a kind of a child, childlike love for free stuff, for free stash, free teaching? No, not free no, I love free stuff. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Anything. Actually, um, I've got a, actually, that's quite a good thing that we got given. Um, I've got a GB, uh, England, Team England, Gold Coast hoodie. That's quite nice. Wow. Yeah, that's decent. Like that. were, you that still, were you supposed to have it or did you steal it? <laughs> no comment <laughs> i didn't steal it i didn't steal it no no of course not no of course not no. just landed in your bag <laughs> i did steal the signs but no i wouldn't no no and swapping, so swapping kit is really cool as well so i've swapped yeah. so we, uh, after the gold coast i had we had these really um when jersey came in everybody on the tv was laughing because we maybe not laughing but they thought our outfits were quite um interesting because they were these big hawaiian red and white hawaiians or flowery shirts and um what, in jersey in yeah in for our opening our closing ceremony outfit sorry so there were red shorts and red and white whoa, whoa, whoa. hawaiian shirts from jersey <laughs> yeah from jersey in australia yeah so there was a little bit of comment from the bbc about oh, yeah, i don't know why they were doing that i can see, anyway, I can see why that would come I designed them. <laughs> but the England team had really nice, they were white t-shirts with a big red, um, not dragon, it's a lion, with all red glitter, men as well, though they all had the same thing. Yeah. So me and my friends swapped our big red flowery shirts for, there was two, two girls from the basketball team, so we swapped, so. Amazing. Pops off, <laughs> swapping. So, Good work. Funny, you, funny you mentioned that, because... A friend of mine who's, who, who may have been to an Olympics, not as a competitor, but like an administrator, said that, in essence, the Olympic Village was one big knocking shop. Oh, my God. Well, I, both times I've been to the Commonwealth, I, I was with husband, so no, course, not for me. Of course, goes without saying. Oh, it, yeah. Oh. Anyway, no, that's fine. We, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we, had a young, we had a young shooter with us, bless him. Um, I think he was just 18. And if you go into like the polyclinics, which are the, the medical centres, they had bowls of condoms and people would just go in and grab like handfuls. And so I got handfuls and handfuls for the, me and my coach and we got back to um, our hut thing, our room. And we crept into this guy's, I'm not going to say who it was, crept in, and we shoved all these condoms in all his pockets, in his jacket, in his trousers, in his bag. And it was like the day before we were going home. So God knows, poor fella, when he got home to his dad's. And he was so oh my God. Yeah. But when I went in to get them, so I've got this handful, out of the shadows, this guy just appeared and went, would you like to come back to my house? And I went, no, it's all right. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's all right. That's a story we're going with. Don't worry, Nikki. <laughs> Confidence is sharing. here. It's fine. Amazing. It's <laughs> <is> amazing. Right. <laughs> okay. I love this. Brilliant. The Broken Trophy Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at the Broken Trophy and on Instagram at Broken Trophy Pods. Right. So, sport, not a sport. I think I know where you're going to fall on these, but you know, we had a bit of a kind of a comeback of Gail Ems, the Olympic badminton player. Oh God, yeah, her partner in badminton was with us in um, in Glasgow. Nathan, Nathan, yeah, can, can he can he can he play with me and Tom? Because out of nowhere, <laughs> she took offence at Michael Lum saying about you know badminton's not a sport. Oh God, it's totally a sport. All right, calm down. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. Gail, 
she, she, she properly like laid into us about it, saying she's going to play the three of us and beat us or something. She, she will. <laughs> anyway, right. So I'm looking forward to that. We've got to get that game on. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, let's go with it. Okay, so. <laughs> right, starting off with poker. I would say not a sport because bridge isn't a sport. Okay, yeah. controversial start. Pre- yeah. that, that was a judgment by the European Court. Bridge, not a sport. Not enough physical activity. If you're going to bring science into it, then you don't need to you know, leave the pot. Uh, darts. Sport. Okay. Table tennis. Very similar to shooting. It's the same kind of, you just want to repeat the same thing. Table tennis. Oh my God. Yeah, totally a sport. You Snooker. see the speed of the... Snooker. Yeah, sport. Bloody hell. Gymnastics. Totally. Yeah, totally. Even the ribbon one. I've seen you ask about that. Even that. <laughs> I'm loving the fact. <laughs> Lawn bowls. Yes. We nearly won a medal at Lawn Bowls in Jersey, so yeah. Keep in, keep in. <laughs> Stefan, shut up. Remove that question. We might win a medal. <laughs> Archery, we've already covered. Synchronised swimming. Yes, that's really hard. Like, just upside down under the water with a peg in your nose. Totally. <laughs> that make it a sport. I can go upside down with a peg. Anyway, right. Um, uh, professional wrestling. Is that like WWE rubbish? Yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. That's not a sport. That's entertainment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fire, that's dance. a so like, so like street dance and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, because they have competitions at that, yeah. So, they have a competition in anything. <laughs> you don't have a competition about physical. So I've, this is how I got hold of you guys on Twitter, because you were asking what is a sport, and I told you the definition is you have to have physical effort mental effort social element to it and competition wow we've been schooled we've been schooled on what's the sport here if you're going to give serious answers i'm sorry <laughs> we'll have to do something to rescue my credibility after telling you about the condom story <laughs> right in fact before we let you go nikki we have got to ask you one one last thing so we've been asking all our guests can you nominate someone to come on the show next someone you think would be good value in in the realms of sport someone that you know who can you recommend for us? So, um, well, I couldn't just recommend one. I've got, I've got a couple. Okay. That's First fine. of all, I thought if you wanted to, the story similar to, to the Field of Dreams, you could get Jim Pershard from Farmer's Cricket. Okay. Serena Guthrie, Jersey girl, a, li- a Commonwealth captain gold medal netballer. Yeah. Love Matt her. Matt You wanted rugby? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. do, you know the, do you know these guys? Can you give us a little I intro? Serena, I know Serena and I know Jim. Um, the other option would be, would be Gat, you know, Mike Gatting, who I, I know as well. Is wow. He from, is he from Jersey? No, he's not he's from, from Jersey. Jersey. But cricket, I know, I know Gat quite well. Let's get Gat on. You want Gat? <laughs> so, 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 we'll, 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 take, we'll take all four. We'll, beggars and we'll take all four. Yeah, we'll <laughs> take anyone. I'm going to try and get hold of them and see who would be up for it. Brilliant. If you possibly tell them to give us a good condom story. That's the main thing. <laughs> I'll see the condom I story seals the deal. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Right. Nikki, this has been the most fun hour and a half I've had on oh. uh, in lockdown, I think. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank it's you. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed chatting to you too. <laughs> no, no one ever, no one ever says that, so that's good. We'll take that. <laughs> oh, can you put that in a clip somewhere that just says, you know, enjoyed it? All right, cheers. Brilliant.